Well, good morning, Boom Factor family. How you guys are doing? It is early and bright. Alexa, stop. I always beat her anyway. I'm up early in the morning uh, getting ready for my grandbaby that will be over here in a couple of hours. And uh, I just pray that you guys had a good day thus far. I um, went to the doctor yesterday and what they did, I've been doing, um, they gave me a splint for my for my wrist and um, they had conflicting results. They're telling me I have to come back, put me on uh, higher doses, doses of uh, painkillers which I appreciate that but I want to know why is I can feel the rubbing of my bones and I know by me working my hands you know typing it is aggravating okay and it has that that little fire tingling thing going on uh, my blood work, everything came back good. I have no, um, the stuff they tested for, cholesterol, diabetes, uh, HIV, all the health issues, everything that they tested for, I am good. So I'm like, okay, daddy, what is this problem with my hand? You know what I'm saying? Um, my ankles getting better. I started taking a collagen uh, supplement, which I was taking before, maybe like three years ago. I was like really seriously on my supplements and then I had to stop. Um, But you know what? I'm learning that individuals, we have to do what's best for our bodies and don't listen to what somebody else say because it didn't work for them. And just got some, a bad bad information, you know, about the supplements, and I had stopped, but also my activity stopped when the COVID-19 hit, you know, the shutdown. One thing I did get that I didn't really appreciate, that I gained some weight there, <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, no, we got to do something about this here, so uh, I am preparing a regimen right now to bring this weight down, man. My dog was laughing at it and said, that's that COVID, that's that COVID, that's that COVID, <laughs> that's that COVID shut anyway. <laughs> I was like, well, no matter what it is, I'm going to trim it up. I know what I have to do, you see. I just got to get out there and walk more and, um, you know, do my little exercise and get me a bicycle. And uh, it's it's gonna go off because I didn't gain weight before. It fluctuates, you know. I ain't gained that much, but I gained enough to know that whoa, whoa. Oh, I know I gotta take care of myself. Some things I just want to do. But overall, um, I have to talk to my doctor. That was the orthopedic. I have to talk to my doctor next week, and I'm going to let her know. I really don't appreciate how they did it. And um, 
I don't know. I just, with me now, I just don't appreciate how certain things of function. You know, if 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 I'm telling you certain things on the red up online, and I know what they say was possibility can be occurring. Okay, I'm trying to prevent. You know, in every symptom, everything that I've been dealing with has been a carpal tunnel. Or it could be the beginning of some form of arthritis, right? Okay, so when I brought that to the doctor's attention, he was like, oh, well, um, it could be, but let, let's try to um, see if we can minimize your pain and just rest your hands and, um, you know, work on the computer in intervals. And I'm like, okay, well, I understand that, but even while I'm working on a computer, even with the brace on my hand, you guys, that pain my fingers, you know, and the arch um, to move the mouse back and forth, you know, um, it, it really has this sensation that's really like, don't feel too good. And then my other hand, I got to wear the gloves because the sensation on the fingertips. And I was trying to find my body healing CD and uh, let that play because I used to always play that every morning while I'm, you know, making my bed, going, um, brush my teeth and stuff in the morning. I always had my um, body healing CD playing. And I don't know, I thought I found it, but I still had to go back to what works for Dr. D. You know, I just got to go back to the basics. And I'm sure once that word go, I mean, this CD, I'm telling you guys, is a blessing. Um, it speaks to every joint in your body, every sinews, every ligament, every element, every bone. <laughs> I mean, it goes to a whole body overall. And then um, she tells you, it's uh, I forgot her name. Matter of fact, I have one of her books that we're going to be going through when we start on the series. I got her book right here. Natasha Vermack. She's out of South Africa. Also a woman of God. Met her in person um, when we was in Africa and then she came to the States. And so she did this healing CD. And I'm telling you, man, it's powerful. So I know once I get that, once I get that, I'm going to cut this down because I'm cold. And stuff allowing that to play, you know what I'm saying? It'll be all right. But overall, all is well. I um, I pray that you guys had an opportunity to enjoy my testimony on colorectal cancer, what it is, uh, how I was diagnosed, and what happened with me through those different stages in my recovery. And I have so much more to share. Um that I was um, dealing with other situations. I shared some of it while I was sharing testimony, but it has much, much more that you would have to buy the book when I complete it. Um, the title of it would be The Fall That Saved My Life. And uh, I know that's going to be a a knockout. Uh, I have a whole bunch of titles <laughs> that I need to really get in there, edit it, and just get it get it published. 
you know, shame on me because <laughs> I am a publisher, you know, but I'm going to get it done. I'm going to get it done. But I just pray that you guys had a good day. And um, today will be a new day for you to start. And just hold your head up to the sky and say, Father, I need you this day. I was supposed to, matter of fact, I am going to do that. Um, I have these pictures I take, and I put scriptures on the photos and upload them on Facebook. And I'm behind today, though. It's for the start at September 1st. And at this present moment, that's going to be the beginning of my spiritual encounter in Fashion Flower Esther Projects, 911 State of Emergency. And so, I'm just right quick, I just want to share with you guys about anxiety. Uh, we are in a midst of a lot of I'm I'm trying to get the right words for it because it's so much. It's so compressed. You know what I'm saying? It's like one thing after the next, one thing after the next, one thing after the next that many of you are encountering. And it will cause anxiety. It will put that stress on your heart and your mental stability to the point that you don't want to do anything. You just go into this downward spiral of 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 darkness of loss of grief of I don't matter I don't have value and the father is saying you do have value okay you do matter to him and so to overcome anxiety in your life most of the time, we don't know what's in front of us. We don't know the future. It's unknown. So because it's unknown, then fear arises, right? And fear, what's the acronym of fear? It's just um, false evidence appearing real. Well, if you really look at that term, and some people say, well, it ain't false, Dr. D. It's real because I'm looking right at it. Well, that's your situation or your circumstance. Oh, my heart went out. I seen where they had, and had it on, not only the news, it was on the YouTube, right? And, you know, because they did not extend the unemployment for the citizens um, due to the pandemic that they shut down, that they caused businesses to close, uh, because of the pandemic and they shut down the co- economy, okay, that people lost their jobs and their income, right? Many of them did not start receiving unemployment until probably May and June. I know I didn't start receiving nothing until June 19th. I remember the date because that's when my mama passed away. You see what I'm saying? And then July 31st, you ended. So I was watching, they had it on um, the news where they was evicting people. Wow. 
you evicting people in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of a crisis. Y'all mean to tell me that the second stimulus package, you already put contingencies in the first package that corporations going to benefit from it, right? $1,200 to Americans, and most of the Americans still haven't got their stimulus. They sent out hundreds of thousands of dollars to people that was dead, that passed on, right? And so now you got these people, my heart went out to them. Children, senior citizens, oh my gosh, that they're literally evicting, y'all. They had it, it's on the YouTube. It's on the YouTube now, but it was on the news right here in Houston. Right here in Houston, people are being evicted and put it on the street. My Lord, come on, Houston, you can do better than this. You have all them properties that y'all erecting, all right? They still have so many other properties that they can be converted in some type of program that can come up with um, to house these individuals. That's where my heart is. I want a transitional housing program where we can help people like that to get back on their feet. And can be able to sustain their family. And the God will have his paychecks in his hand. He said, he go, he go my check stuff and he go the paycheck I just got. This is my paycheck. This is how much I have left after taxes or whatever. $300. He said, I try to do the best I can. I paid, I paid. This the best I could. This is all I'm making. They have to change the system. Where at least the American citizen can can work and have a livable wage, and at least they can be comfortable to the point where they can pay their bills. I know for a fact, and this is part of anxiety. I know I'm ranting, but y'all know I really I'm getting back into the groove. Okay, so when God puts something in my spirit, once I start talking, I'm gonna share it. And this is just my heart. That if if the jobs, the companies stop being so greedy and looking for profits, even though the companies are successful. Major corporations, they're successful, yo. They always want to cut back. Why they want to cut back? Because they want to have a nice bonus checks for them and their families. But what about the, the people that are really, really working? Right? So you can have this money for your family. What about their family? And so when I think about how when I first started working, I think my first check was $1.95 an hour. And up to like 2017, maybe 2016, the minimum wage went up just $7.25. I'll be making 55 years old this year and the minimum wage is just up to $7.25. Even though some corporations start their employees off at maybe 10, thank the Lord for that, but now look what's happening. The food is going up, milk is going up, vegetables going up. Everything is going up except the person's paycheck. And I believe it should be a balance with that. 
and that's the economic injustice for all on that one, but mainly for the black community. Yes, we we are really fighting for the black community. But the average middle class working family and the working poor. And now they even have, I saw where they have the property level below the property level, 150% below the property level. My Lord, they really want you out in the street with nothing before they even help you. So anxiety comes about because of all this other Issues in society, in the workforce, in the family life, in the children life. Man, we as individuals and human beings in this earth, we need to lean on the Lord Jesus Christ for everything in our life. Because I'm telling y'all right now, if it wasn't for God in his favor, on my behalf, woe unto me. I could be out on the street too. But I tell you what. And prior to all the things that occur and happens to me, in the midst of all of it, through my lifetime that I learned how to give, I am a true giver. I'm a giver and I'm a tither. And I know that is one top-notch source that opened up many doors for me, even when the enemy tried to shut them. You see what I'm saying? And it avoid certain types of anxiety. They have all types. But I just want to share that when we need something, we have to have something else to anchor our life to so that no matter what happens, it won't blow us off course. Right? It won't take us in an aha, oh my gosh, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Because my life has been anchored in the Lord way back in 1988. Everything else that came to hit me, whoa. And I'm saying that day because that's all what I can remember. Okay. I gave my heart to Jesus when in 1979 when I was 12 years old. But when I started understanding and really going on my own as an adult, a young adult, not a child, then I started getting serious about the word and who God is and what he want out of my life and what he did for my life. So God right now is our only anchor. God above in the heavenly realm through the salvation of Jesus Christ, Yahshua HaMashiach is there for us to help us build our relationship with him, especially in a time like this, you guys. So in the midst of even being evicted, even being homeless, jobless, no food, no stability, no job, no money coming in, if we can put our trust in God, he going to make a way out of no way, not a shout out of doubt. Nobody can tell me because he did it for me. When I had nothing, when my back was against the wall, when the notice was on the door, when the, when the managers get smart with you and get cocky with you, when you're trying to talk to them and explain to them, look, I have something coming. Can I mean, whoa. You just got to back up and let God fight your battle. 
Now, he will give you instructions and things to do, maybe things to say. You still have a part to play in this. But the, but to, I'm not going to say we avoid anxiety, but we can equip our mental state to the point, you guys, that whatsoever come our way, it will hit us, but it won't harm us kind of get what I'm saying? The scripture tells us that no weapon that is formed against us will prosper. So right then and there, the word of God tell us, okay, that weapon, you're going to see it because it's going to form. And anything that's formed is tangible. You can see it. It's coming at you. Somebody throwing something at you, that's a weapon being thrown at you or a gun being pulled out at you or a knife being pulled at, at you or words out of a mouth. You know, just negative, toxic words. It's being formed. You can hear it. You can see it. And sometimes you feel it. But it also states that it will form, but it will not prosper. Meaning, whatever the intent intent of that weapon was supposed to do to you, it's not going to prosper. It's going to cease. It's going to die. Now, I know they may have some, well, Dr. D, you know... Weapon formed on my brother. He got shot and killed. Yes, but guess what? He's still alive. He may not be here on earth, but he's still alive. And just thank God that he have the presence of the Lord on the inside of him. And if you don't have the presence of the Lord inside of you, I charge you this day. Part of this 911 emergency, state of an emergency, 911, to cry out to the Father right now and accept the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart. The best thing you can do is pray and say, Father, first I thank you that I can come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy in a time of need. It is chaotic out here in this world, and I know you see all things, but you also say that your eyes is upon the righteous. I repent of my thoughtlessness, my doubtfulness, and my inhumane compassion towards others. I repent and I ask for you to pour into me my your love, your compassion, your heartbeat. I want to trust you. I want to obey you. I need your guidance and I need your help. Right now, Father, in the name of your son, my brother, Jesus Christ, I need you now. Come into my life. Come into my heart and my mind. So I can serve you with all of me right now in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you say that prayer. Your name have been written in the Lamb Book of Life. And all the thoughtfulness, the unthoughtfulness, the toxic thoughts, the anxiety, the fears, the, the fear of the unknown, the fear of prospering, sabotaging yourself. Come on, it's a whole list I can go down. But now you have been set free and redeemed by the blood of Jesus. And I want you to go throughout this day on this Throwback Thursday 
and just count your blessings. Count your blessings. Count them one by one, just so you can see what the Lord has done. And you're going to be saying, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right? Well, that's it. That's all I got for y'all today. I'm going to go up in here and, um, to be honest with you, I really didn't get a good night rest. And um, I'm just going to go and tidy up some things until my grandbaby get in here. And be encouraged. Okay? Much love, peace, joy, and happiness to you all. God bless you. Hey, you guys. Good morning. I am here on this wonderful Thursday just to say thank you. I want to say thank you for the Lord thy God who has created the heavens and the heavens and just to be able to come before him in the most precious way that I know how loving on him and worshiping him and knowing that all things are well because of him Um, I began to share reflections about anxiety on the previous episode. And I, I, I don't want to shortchange the importance of really knowing that God himself, by the Holy Spirit, comes to comfort us. In the midst of all the anxiety that may arise, in the midst of us, that we have to be not anxious for anything. Mostly, but in everything, we must pray and bring supplications with the Father, with thanksgiving. And then you can let your request be made known unto Him. For God alone is the only one that can give us peace, you guys. That's passive, all understanding. And that peace will guard your heart in mind through Christ Jesus. You can find that I didn't I I improvise on that scripture so you can understand the importance of how God wants us to be in peace. But you can go and look at it in Philippians 4, 6 and 7, I believe. That God, not only that he would give us peace that's past it all understanding, but that peace going to help us guard our hearts. Oh, my God. We have uh, numerous heartbreaks out there, right? I mean, we have people that trample over people's hearts like they stumping grates. And I, I really feel that's a big no, 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 no. We have to make sure that we protect each other's hearts. But as you see in this society, and every man is for himself, um, just like they've just like an individual can come and woo you, a man or a woman, and have you open up their your heart to them, they'll come right back and stomp on it, stab it. Some of them, if they can literally, if they can literally get away with it, I really believe the evilness in some people they will literally pull your heart out of your chest. And I know that is so cruel, but, but, 
thank God <laughs> that we have the Holy Spirit and that when the anxiety comes to the heart of man, if we don't be anchored, like I mentioned in the other episode, if we are not anchored in the Lord, by us continually being uh, anxious, stressed, angry, all the different things that the work of the flesh present itself, it will cause you to be in a deep depression. Uh, a really a mental state of anguish. But I found in the word of God, Proverbs twelve twenty five tells us that anxiety in the heart of man causes depression. But a good word makes it glad. Oh, I pray that I'm bringing a good word to you this morning. That in the midst of all this chaotic stuff that's going on, and we know what's fair and what's not, what's good and what's evil. Now, some can't tell a difference, sad to say, because they're in a reprobated state. God has released that lying spirit upon the earth, and the ones that are telling lies... They think they're telling the truth. But the children of the Most High God has the spirit of deserving on them. And we know evil when evil. And we know good is good. And if you don't know, I pray you get to know. <laughs> All right? You know, Jesus said he was he was on Mount Olives. And he was sharing with the people. Let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. Right now in the midst of this pandemic, we have the racial injustice going on with the Black Lives Matter movement. We have the police reform that's fighting to be reformed. And they 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 think they're okay. You know, they're doing their job. In the midst of all of the tension through the political realms, you know, in the White House, and the Senate, man, come on. It is so much, huh, you guys, that you can really be overwhelmed. Most of the times, I, I have to cut it off. I just I turn on the news just to see what's going on, what I got to pray for, what's happening. But to sit there and be like, some people be waiting on that morning news, the, the noonday news, the evening news, and the night news. I mean, they all into it. And guess what? That type of news will have you depressed. I mean depressed. But listen to what Jesus was saying. He said that consider the the ravens. For they neither soar nor reap, which have neither a store or a house or a barn, nowhere to, to really lay their head. But God feeds them. How much more value are you than birds? Come on, Holy Ghost. I know I'm valuable to the Lord. Sometimes you don't feel like it. But then God himself come and tell you, you matter to him. You value to him. He, You are his workmanship. So let's add on, let's pick it back on what I was sharing in the other broadcast that Let's let's take that anxiety and let's turn it around and make it aspirations. Okay. 
Let's begin to build ourselves up in our most holy faith. In the midst of the bad news, I just got off the phone with some negative news. They keep telling me uh, to call this number, call that number. I call that number, get somebody on there and say, oh, well, you got to go and start a new claim. Call that number. It's like, wait a minute. I just, I'm, I say, sir, they're bringing me back and forth. This is not healthy for me. You see. Don't allow other people not knowing what they're supposed to be doing, especially on a job, aggravates you. Okay? Let's not lose our hope <laughs> because somebody else then lost theirs. <laughs> That's the best way I can put it. Let us not lose our hope because others have lost theirs. Let the word of God be an anchor in your life so you can bring hope to others. How about that? Don't that that sound like a fair trade? And sad to say, some may not even accept it, but at least you gave it out. You gave out your love. You gave out your time. You gave out your your ability to show kindness, goodness, and mercy. You did. Now, if the other person don't reciprocate and don't give it back, war unto them. Hey, no problem. But you have to know that you did it out the obedience. Remember the father was saying the other day, no more sacrifice. It's out of obedience that we take heed to what he's telling us to do and just do it. That's all. How they say let the chips fall where they may? Hey, we have 